setting those smart, challenging goals, regardless of, you know, how many times I have to pivot on my way to the top of that goal, to that finish line, it's worth it every single time. Hey everyone, Emily Abadi here bringing you another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle. And I feel the need to do two things. One, reintroduce this segment and also maybe give a few top highlights about me, this woman that you are listening to. First things first, Hurdle Moment. I started this because I knew that there were a lot of topics that I wanted to cover on the show that weren't naturally always going to come up in the regular interviews that I typically launch at the beginning of the week. I wanted to focus the original format on the show, this interview format, dedicating that space and that time to the guests and their backstories and their hurdles and and what they've learned along the way. So that is when I had this idea to launch also on Wednesdays. Now, if you're a big follower of the show, you know that now the show is three times weekly, launches typically Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays with the five minute Friday series. And I really have come to enjoy all three for their individual awesomeness. (laughs) It's kind of like having uh, three different children. And so again, the purpose of Hurdle Moment is to talk through uh, what might be uh, more evergreen topics, episodes that you can go back to from time to time, depending on what's going on in your life and gain knowledge to help you move through your life. I'm just trying to, you know, continue to help you along in your journey. Topics that have a come up on Hurdle Moment in the past literally range from how to find your power alone to how to be more productive to tips for navigating cold weather workouts, some really popular episodes, my marathon recaps. So obviously, I mean, I just covered a wide span of topics. There's a lot that happens here in the feed on Wednesdays. As you are listening today, as you are listening always, if you ever have suggestions for a hurdle moment topic, something that you want to learn more about, I am all ears. As this franchise, as this part of the show has evolved over the last few months, I have been bringing in more and more experts to dive into popular topics like adaptogens and gut health and mindfulness and so much more. So I love doing those interviews. I love bringing you the stuff that you want. And I am always all ears. A little on me really quickly. I'm talking about myself here all of the time, but I guess that is what happens when it's your show. Again, my name is Emily. I am a freelance journalist, a podcaster, a wellness coach. I live currently on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I have been here for almost 10 years come April. It has been a wild ride, especially over the last year in COVID, but one that I wouldn't trade for anything. New York is my home. I'm still so happy here to this day. Uh, When I mentioned to be a freelance journalist, I uh, write and edit content everywhere from uh, GQ to men's health, women's health, well and good, uh, so many different outlets. Uh, If they have a wellness or a health or a fitness vertical, it is pretty likely I've probably pitched them an idea in the past. Other highlights about me, as you may or may not know, I am a big 
athlete uh, now these days, although I believe if you have a body, you are an athlete. But back in college, I weighed 70 pounds more than I do now. And a big part of that weight loss journey was uh, developing a relationship with the sport of running and, and really learning to love running. So I've recorded episodes on so many of these different aspects of me and my life, and I will link to everything career, weight loss, uh, and running in the show notes for you to give a listen. On today's episode, it's so funny. I mean, I've been launching a ton of great content over the past few weeks with so many awesome guests, but I haven't taken uh, the time (laughs) to check in myself or have a solo episode in some while, which is, it's funny because I for so long was so hesitant on the solo episode format, but in the hurdle listener feedback survey, y'all seem to really enjoy uh, when I just sit down with the mic. So I'm here to hopefully continue that this year and give you what you want and and make the most of uh, your time that you are giving me in return. Anyway, started rambling a little bit. Today's episode, I'm gonna be talking through goals for the show going forward and offering up some of my biggest takeaways from the podcast over the last year and finishing off by answering some listener questions I got recently. Thank you so much for uh, staying in the loop with me, for keeping up with me, really going into this new year. It means so, so much. After three years of hurdle, I'm staring at a silver Mylar balloon right now as I record this. I uh, didn't really even know where I was going uh, when I started, and now I can't imagine my life without this show and without this community. So thank you for empowering me to show up here day in and day out. I am looking forward to what the next 12 months will bring and uh, excited to, to catch up a little bit today. So at Emily Abadi, at Hurdle Podcast. And with that, let's get to hurdling. Just like I feel I am a forever work in progress, this show is definitely the same. I want to lead off today by talking about my goals uh, for the show going forward. As I mentioned, currently launching three times a week. And when I started this uh, in March or April of last year, I did not think that it would be a cadence that I would be able to keep up with. Nevertheless, keep for as long as I have. At this time, I'm still planning on continuing forward with the three times a week, largely in part because of the feedback from all of you and that you enjoy the different types of episodes that are coming here over to the feed. The first goal to share with you is that my aim going forward is to make Hurdle a little bit more well-rounded in all areas of wellness. I know that uh, because of my own individual interests and what's going on in my life, sometimes this show can definitely skew uh, really into the running category. And I appreciate you, all of you, whether you like to run or not, for sticking with me as I kind of go into and dabble in this arena. 
but it is important to me that I am covering all topics. I want to be a place where you can find accurate information on everything from, you know, weightlifting to hitting track repeats to mental health to who knows, skin health. Like I want to talk about it all. And so I'm really looking forward to diving into maybe some things that I haven't taken the time to do so much of before and bringing you all along for the ride with me. Also, in terms of goals for the show, I want to bring you well-rounded content, but I also want to continue to bring you well-rounded guests. I made it a really big priority uh, to make sure that I was seeking out guests of all different backgrounds and ethnicities and occupations. Every time I launch a new season, I, I really take stake. Of, of who's getting behind the mic with me and who I'm chatting with. And I am really looking forward to uh, some of the names that I've already secured for the weeks and months to come. Related to the show or just related to the Hurdle brand, I want to con- continue to grow the Hurdle secret Facebook group. If you're not a member, the link to that is in the show notes. And I also do want to continue to provide more education to the community through Hurdle Sessions. Hurdle Sessions are a workshop style series that I started during the COVID pandemic. It is probably one of the things, uh, one of the parts of this brand that I'm the most passionate about. And I'm really looking forward to expanding that and bringing in more people to the fold with me as I continue to create that programming going forward. So stay tuned for, uh, for that from me. And on like a real, real note with goals for the show, I mean, I've got a couple of big goals when it comes to how I want to produce this thing and and hopefully uh, expanding my team in 2021. I have a ton of resumes to read for potential hurdle interns, a uh, position that will be paid going into uh, the new year. My goal is to reach out to these individuals in the next week or two and bring someone on for February. And I'm also really looking to outsource some of this production and some of what we're doing here. You know, I've been saying the term we, been using the word we for a long time, but for the last three years, it's just been me. And it has been one hell of a ride and an educational experience, but I am so ready to accept that I need some help here. And uh, I'm putting out a lot of content and I am trying to impact and help a lot of people. And to do that, I'm going to need to release some of this to some other hands. So I definitely want to figure out what that looks like. I want to do that soon. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to sharing some of that process with all of you over here. I do want to take a second to touch on the hurdle feedback survey, which I mentioned a few times so far. Uh, Y'all are way too nice to me. Thank you so much to those of you who took the time to, to fill it out. When it comes to that feedback, you all seem to like Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. You also have loved the array of guests and are interested in people who may have outside the box occupations, something certainly to keep in mind going forward. Many of you also had some interesting feedback on the ad reads. I appreciate you for the way that you approached offering this feedback, many of you understanding why they exist. And I just wanted to take a moment to reiterate why the advertisements are in the podcast. The sponsors are what support the show. They are what make me capable of investing this much time in this product. And 
I have never and will never, this is my promise to you, bring a sponsor to the feed that I am not 100% certain of. I will never bring a product or sponsor to the feed that is something that I don't use myself, something that I have not tried because I care way too much about uh, your well-being and my audience to do anything otherwise. This stuff, the stuff that you hear me talking about, again, all of it in my regular rotation. And many, many, many times I have turned down potential partners because it just didn't feel right. So when I talk about stuff here, it's because I believe in them. It's because this stuff makes me feel better. And I trust you to respect me and my decision making to check them out. I am passionate about bringing you the best deals I can when it comes to them so that you find this information as useful as possible, at least within, you know, a certain parameter. Also on the listener feedback note, I see you want Michelle Obama, Simone Biles, and Serena Williams on the podcast. Trust me, (laughs) I am doing the damn best I can. Before we keep going today, I do want to take a moment to thank my sponsor, Element. If you have been listening and following along, then you know that last year I discovered Element and I have been hooked ever since. Element is zero sugar hydration to support your healthy and active body. I love it, not just because it tastes great. Lately, I cannot get enough of their chocolate salt flavor, but it's also without sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients or other junk. They make grab and go single serve packets, which are super convenient if you're on the road or live an active lifestyle. You just toss them into a water bottle, shake it up and get moving. And each single serve packet has a thousand milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium. It is the Goldilocks science backed electrolyte ratio. And it's really great, especially because potassium and magnesium, they can be difficult to get through a regular diet. So I'm super excited because I have a really awesome deal to bring to all of you. Free stuff ahead. Receive a free element sample pack and only pay $5 for shipping. So keep listening. I got the details here. Sample pack includes eight packets of Element, including two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. To claim this deal, you have to go to drinkelement.com slash hurdle. It is not available on the regular website. Again, free stuff, not available on the regular website. Head on over to drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash hurdle to get this today. This deal is only valid through the month of January. And because I am loving Element so much, I know that you will too. And bonus, if you do not love it, they will refund you your $5 back, no questions asked. This is an experiment worth doing. Head on over to drinkelement.com slash hurdle. That's drinkelement.com slash hurdle to get yours today. No code necessary. So 
So now we're in the part where I talk to you about the lessons I learned hurdling in 2020. Okay, a few of note. The first one, I am more capable than sometimes even I believe. And I'm not going to front here. Like I am certainly and have certainly been my own biggest hype man for a while now. I find that working for myself, I often really have no other option. Like I need to believe in me so that I can show up and create things and keep going and make money and gosh, all the things. But in 2020, there were so many things that I just kind of threw into the wind and experimented with because I didn't know any better. I didn't have all the answers. And I knew that if I didn't move forward and sometimes fail forward and go through these hurdle moments, then I would just be lingering in a plateau. And that's not where I like to be. So my first takeaway when it comes to hurdle from 2020 is just to continue to have an unwavering belief in myself. The second lesson that I learned really is that vulnerability is always going to be met with compassion, or at least I mean, when it comes to the right people. There were a lot of times in 2020 when I felt as though I, as a podcaster, was like a little bit stuck and I didn't have the right answers and I wanted to make everyone happy or at least my community happy, but wasn't sure exactly how to do that. I would be, you know, sitting in my apartment wondering if the content that I was putting out even mattered. And Oftentimes when I felt that way, I was open and honest about it. I was open and honest about the hiccups and the hurdles and the moments where I felt unsure. And every time that I opened up with all of you, it was met for the most part with positivity. And so for me, just reiterating the importance of vulnerability when it comes to community and connection going forward and with all of you as as an important lesson is something that I cannot stress enough. Another big lesson from 2020 when it came to hurdling is that SMART goals are better when they are challenging. Uh, I talk about SMART goals, the acronym, a lot, both here on the feed and in the hurdle sessions, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. If a goal is something that you can achieve really easily, I would argue that that goal isn't the right goal for you. Setting challenging benchmarks for myself uh, when it came to everything from you know, traffic goals to the guests that I was going after. I never regretted doing that last year. And there were certainly moments where I felt truly, truly tested. I remember one week in particular, I made 22 different guest requests and I got one yes, one. And that was a really hard week. It's a really hard thing when you so passionately want to do good things, but feel like you're just spinning your wheels time and time again. But I believe that uh, with hard work comes reward and good karma always comes back around. And so for me, setting those smart, challenging goals, regardless of you know how many times I have to pivot on my way to the top of that goal, to that finish line, it's worth it every single time. And one last lesson I learned hurdling in 2020 is when you want something bad enough, you go for it. You don't complain about it. And actually, that lesson that came from my conversation with Ron Boss Everline, he's a celebrity 
trainer. He's known very well for his work with Kevin Hart. And he was talking about, you know, how he as well felt like many times he was spinning his wheels. And so often he would see other people in similar situations to him struggling and complaining, but rather like he realized like, oh, I'm in this position now where there are things that are frustrating. I am in this position now where I have so many of the things that I wanted and I'm just at, you know, this hurdle moment. You want me to complain now? Like, no, that's not how it works. Like if you want something rather than complain about the process, you keep going forward. And I just love that uh, perseverance, that can do mentality. And it's something I Definitely visit uh, time and time again when I feel like I am just at a hurdle moment, a crossroads of sorts. Finishing off today's installment of Hurdle Moment with answering a few of your most popular questions. Question number one. No matter how many times I watch you on social media, I cannot get myself to be a morning workout person. How can I become a morning exerciser? Listen, if you really, really, really want to be a morning workout person, you just have to commit to it. And there's nothing wrong if you don't actually want to be a morning exerciser. You need to commit to a wellness routine that works for you, that inspires you. The last thing, whether it is with exercise or any other thing you want to go after in your life is that you start doing something because you see somebody else doing it and you're not inspired by the thing that they're doing. You just think you should be doing it. Never should yourself into anything. Instead, set intentions and goals for yourself that inspire you and motivate you. So, You genuinely want to become a morning exerciser. Again, it is in the routine. It's in setting an alarm if you need to do that. It's in around creating a routine, creating habits that surround that workout that make you feel excited and rejuvenated. For me, when I wake up in the morning, now I'm at a place where I do it without an alarm, uh, usually by 6 or 6.30. I'm then out of bed. I'm making an espresso. I am journaling. And then it's straight into go mode. It's getting dressed, heading to the gym or heading out for that run and continuing this routine day after day as my self-imposed training schedule uh, allows for because it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel like myself. Another question that came in, do you feel pressured to work out daily even if you're not feeling it as your brand is built on wellness? The answer is no. I at least take one full rest day each week and one active rest day each week. So that means that I'm typically hopping on the bike one day a week if I'm not running and the other day might be something, uh, just some stretching and laying around the apartment and hopping in my Normatec compression boots. I, especially as I'm adding more and more strength training back into the fold here, it's a big focus of mine in 2021. As I'm adding in more strength training, I'm really listening to my body. Body. And if it is super, super sore, then I'll definitely make time for a walk to get that blood flowing. But really, my priority is recovering as best as I can and not overdoing it. I understand that the bigger picture of wellness is treating your body with kindness and grace and also treating your mind with kindness and grace. I I want to be honest with you. I'm definitely an active person, but I'm also a realistic person. And I do the things that make me feel good, not the things 
things that I feel are going to lead me to injury. Two more questions to answer here. Are you feeling more or less alone now than you did at this time last year going into the COVID pandemic? I want to say, I do want to point out, if we're really being honest here, we had a couple of months at this time last year before we were fully into the COVID fold. But the last year was a really big learning opportunity uh, for me on how to spend time alone and feel good with that time and take opportunity to at times be productive with that time and at other points do absolutely nothing with that time. I definitely am on this ever evolving quest to uh, hopefully find my life partner. Uh, It is something that I definitely haven't given enough time over, I would say, the last 12 months. And now I am making it a priority uh, in, you know, some ways that are within my control to be better with that going forward. And so uh, do I, you know, hope for that for myself? And do I hope that one day I'm going to have someone to share all of this with? Of course I do. But again, I'm grateful for what I have. Uh, I am I think I have a pretty level head about it all, and I understand my worth beyond me just being alone. And I also understand that it took me a long time to get to this place, and if I had found that quote-unquote right thing before, I'm not sure it would have been the right thing for the woman that I am today. So Onward and upward, I know that criticism or what feels like criticism sometimes from family and friends insinuating that you may be doing something wrong because you are doing life uh, solo at points uh, can be really frustrating, but just uh, believe that you're doing the best that you can with what you have and that we're on our way to something great. And the last question, what excites you right now? To be honest with you, I'm really excited about the possibility of moving uh, in the middle of the year this year. My lease is a June 1 lease, and I'm looking to hopefully kind of make the jump either uh, downtown below 14th Street or most likely Brooklyn in May. And that potential uh, and and moving into a place where I have a, a real kitchen and maybe even a separate office and recording space, it makes me really giddy. And I really believe that I've been manifesting this and that a lot of things are starting to fall into place to to help me to be able to make that happen. So I'm excitedly looking at this website called Street Easy all the time and and stalking apartments. But more so, I'm just proud of me for, for being in this place where what I want finally feels like a really uh, viable thing that that is out there for me. So thank you for being a part of this community, for listening to me unpack a bunch of stuff in this Hurdle Moment episode. I am so, so excited to continue this journey with you in the new year. And like I said earlier, if there's anything that you need, anything that I can help you with, I'm always a DM away. Hurdle over at Hurdle Podcast. Emily, me over at Emily Abadi. And of course, over email. It's emily at hurdle.us. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.